about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good Thursday afternoon. Welcome into game time. Ward White sitting in for Tom Barfield. I'm normally here, but I'm still sitting in for Tom Barfield. He is out today. He'll be back with us tomorrow. Aaron Sexton along with us. We've got a full show lined up for you today. We'll get into that here in just a little bit, but glad to have you along with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And joining us as he does every Thursday, Mike Gray to talk a little bit about the Humane Society of Central Texas. Mike, how are we doing today? Doing well, sir. How are you doing today? Outstanding. Appreciate you taking time to come in. The Dog Whisperer. I'm not going to go into all the the titles and everything. I'm just going to give you the moniker of Central Texas Dog Whisperer. Is that okay? That's awesome. That's awesome. You always help me out with Coco and give me advice on Coco, so you are now the Dog Whisperer. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Got the Texan jersey on today, huh? Yeah, hey, Texans surprisingly won. It might be, you know, only one of the year. Uh (laughs) I actually took a picture when they were up seven to nothing, just uh-huh. in case they never led again for the entire year. There you uh, go. So hey, I'm I'm happy. Maybe not next Thursday, but this Thursday. So a good. happy Texan fan. Yes, sir. All right, that's good. A lot of things going on at the Humane Society, Mike, and one of the things that we were talking about off air is there is a lot of animals that need to find homes right now at the Humane Society. Absolutely. So right now we got uh, 114 animals at the shelter. Uh, that's dogs and cats. Um, we are not as full as we were, you know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, but you know, we're still somewhat full. We could always, you know, be less full. Uh, so that's why we got this event coming up this weekend. It's the, it's the national clear the shelters event. So, mm-hmm. uh, every shelter in the, in the country is doing it this weekend. You get free adoptions on everything that's in the building, dogs, cats, kittens, puppies. Uh, if it's there and it's available, it's, it's free to adopt. Um, and so we're really hoping to like literally clear the shelters where we don't have any more dogs uh, there at the end of Saturday. Now, this is an absolutely free event coming up on Saturday that folks can come in and, and not worry about having to pay the adoption fees. And the other thing that goes along with that is vaccinations. Those are included as well. So they don't have to worry about that first set of shots that you might have to normally take care of uh, in an adoption. When that goes along with your adoption fees. Completely free. So if anybody's been thinking about going and getting an animal and maybe adding to their family this is a perfect opportunity for them to do it at no cost absolutely yeah so all the dogs when they come in they get vaccinated uh microchipped rabies shot you know all that good stuff so they're all ready to rock and roll um and yeah like you said if you've been thinking about it and you you don't know this will be a a fun event um and we got i'll tell you we got a lot of really really good dogs right now and so um you know we'd love to see them uh get out and live their best life now, another thing that folks can help out with, too, Mike, is you talk about it all the time. Maybe you're not capable of adding to your family right now uh, on a permanent basis, but you can always help out with the shelter by being a foster parent to some of these animals. And that that's an easy way that you can help out on a temporary basis if you just don't have the room for a long-term permanent option. Absolutely. So fostering is, is very, very cool. Uh, thing we have going so uh, i'm fostering two dogs right now it's super simple to do mm-hmm. uh, you come up there we'll show you some of the dogs uh we actually will provide you with a dog kennel for that dog to be in we'll provide him with uh you know dog food dog bed dog toys uh any veterinary care that dog needs while it's in your care mm-hmm. uh we'll, we'll we'll provide for it um it's a really cool deal some of the dogs we have up there right now are real real timid and so uh you know trying to mess with a timid dog at a shelter is trying to drive a car without any gasoline in it right, right. you're not going to get anywhere with it it needs to be in a home where it can kind of 
relax and, and, and adjust and, and then you can see what kind of personality this dog has. So we've got three or four dogs right now that really, really, really need uh, foster homes. Um, and so if you're experienced with dogs and you want to give a dog a shot. Uh, you know, and who knows, you may fall in love with that absolutely. animal and it may be you do have room for that animal. Absolutely. And that's that's happened to me before, uh, more than I want to admit. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to tell you how many dogs i got at my house, but uh, it's quite a bit. Um, but it happens all the time. Uh, we call those uh, foster successes. Right. So we always love to see that when that happens. And the other option is if you'd just like to help out and you don't have the capability, maybe you don't have enough room or where you live or the animals aren't allowed on a permanent basis where you live, you can come walk an animal, and that's always a great way to help out the Humane Society. Absolutely. So we're always looking for volunteers, uh, and you can volunteer to literally uh, help out in the office. Mm-hmm. You can volunteer to come out there and give dog baths. You can volunteer to... Uh, walk dogs, help us with play group in the morning, um, come up with cool ideas. Uh, anything you, you want to do to help, we're, we'll never turn you down. We're always looking for people to help. And that's a great option for maybe a college student who lives in a dorm who can't have an animal in the dorm. They can come by and just spend some time with some animals and help out the Humane Society at the same time. Absolutely. So cool story. Uh, Baylor Cheer uh, has been coming in and walking the dogs for the Alpha Dog Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually won last month, so they got the, the Alpha Dog Academy trophy. Uh, cheer practice of the day and uh pretty cool that you know they're coming in and walking these dogs and uh getting them all cheerful i guess you would say yeah there you go nice play on word <laughs> hey tomorrow there's also a big event tgif think dog it's friday tell us about that right so tgif is uh, an event we got going we we hold it at brotherwell brewing um we come up we go out there the third friday of every month it's we'll bring the uh, adoption trailer out there we'll have you know three or four dogs on the trailer um there'll be a a, a Po'boy place will be out there tomorrow serving some po'boys. Mm-hmm. Um, dogs will like that. Yeah, dogs will love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a, a cool way for the dogs to get out of the shelter, get in a regular environment, uh, get them around people, drink some good beer. No, dogs not drinking the beer, but people drinking the beer. <laughs> right? um, and uh, it, it's just it, it's a really cool thing when you see a dog out of the shelter and you can just see, like, this it's is a different personality, right, I'm sure. Right, like, this is what it's supposed to be in life, buddy. It's not supposed to be, like, you know, in a cage with, you know, concrete walls around you. It's supposed to be... You know, you smell things. Different people want to meet you. It's, it's And it's just exciting to be able to let the dogs do that um, and hopefully find their forever home out. Should be a whole lot of fun. That's tomorrow, so you can get out there for that, 7 to 9 p.m. at 400 East Bridge Street in Waco. So you could uh, spend some time with some dogs and, and help out in a great way. Also, clear the shelter coming up on Saturday. Tell them where you're located so they can find you. Yes, sir. We're located at 2032 Circle Road, uh, right across the street from Rudy's Barbecue. All right, clear the shelter this weekend. Come help out. And if you'd like, just help out a dog. Mike Gray, the dog whisperer from the Humane Society of Central Texas. Mike, I appreciate you coming in and spending some time with us here on ESPN Central Texas. I really appreciate it. Hey, the Good Feet Store in the Central Texas Marketplace, a three-step art system. You can help out your body wellness program by helping your feet out. It all starts with your feet. It's a premier pain relief product, structural support, balance and alignment of knees, hip, and back. If you've got chronic back pain, they can help you out by helping you with your feet. Patented support, all four arches. There's 350 sizes and 25 styles, so there's something for everyone at the Good Feet Store in Waco. It all starts with a free consultation and fitting, lifetime warranties, and they're open seven days a week, so there's going to be some time for you to get by there. The Good Feet Store in the Central Texas Marketplace. Let them help you get on your way to pain relief at the Good Feet Store in the Central Texas Marketplace. Stay right there here on ESPN Central Texas. we got Byron Anderson. We're going to talk Tarleton Texans football. That's next here 
on ESPN. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see Sunday to partly cloudy skies today with high temperatures topping out around 91 degrees. Clear to partly cloudy skies tonight. Temperatures falling to 69 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Again, a few high clouds in the afternoon and a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Let's welcome in from the Athletics, Sam Con Jr. And I think that that is, to me, why I think the Big 12 has to buy a long-term if they can pull together, because if that plan sticks and you still are going with the sixth highest-ranked champion, then the Big 12 is going to have a spot, even in its reduced form. If they go out and expand, those guaranteed bids give your team and your league a spot in the party, and I think 12 teams is still viable. If they keep the proposal as it is, I think it still makes sense for the Big 12 to try to take Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union, your local team. Cheer on with lower payments by refinancing your vehicle. Rates are as low as 1.99% APR. First Central makes it a winning season with financing set to your preferences. You can select your due date and your payment frequency. Our local lenders are here to help with a game plan that meets your needs. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. 
The Dallas Cowboys defensive end, Demarcus Lawrence, suffered a broken foot in yesterday's practice and that will force him to miss six to eight weeks for the Cowboys. Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Myers said there is no chance he'd leave the NFL for the USC job when asked about it. One game in college football tonight, Ohio Bobcats at Louisiana Raging Cajuns kick off at 7 o'clock. The Baylor soccer team will host Stephen F. Austin at 7 p.m. tonight at Betty Lou Mays Field. Astros beat the Rangers 7-2 last night. The final game of their series from Arlington tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Wardwine's Aaron Sexton along with you here on this Thursday, Thursday. Glad to have you along. Join us now, the voice of the Tarleton Texans, Byron Anderson. Byron, how are we doing, my friend? I'm good, Ward. Glad to hear from you today, man. Excited to talk with you. Good to hear from you as well. And before we get on to what's happening on the field, Tarleton going through a little bit of a transition. You and I have talked about that before. But how is that transition going so far for the Texans across the board? Yeah, I think so far so good. Um, you know, we're excited for a lot of different wa- in a lot of different ways, and that we, you know, every year in this transition, essentially, it's a four-year transition when you move from Division Two to Division One. And in July, we were officially certified. Each year, we have to pass all these checklists and check marks that we have to get. You know, whether it be academics. Um, or, you know, just facilities and things like that, or staff even is something you have to do. And we were were able to uh, check off everything that we needed to do. We're particularly uh, excited about uh, how our academics have improved in the last year, football and and basketball and a lot of those different things. Those uh, individuals and, and those teams are doing a great job of, you know, increasing their their scores, and what you're working towards is to make sure that you can get up on that Division One level. And we feel like we we made a huge stride last year, and we're excited to be right in the middle of uh, year number two, and, and we're going to keep things going. So yeah, it's going great. I mean, I, as far as on the field goes, you know, you can look and look back and see. You know, our our volleyball team was one of the more successful teams. They beat. Uh, TCU twice last year. Our baseball team beat Dallas Baptist, which was a school that went on to nearly make the World Series. The softball team beat Texas Tech. Uh, Football beats New Mexico State last year during the spring. That was the first ever uh, Division I win and the first ever uh, FBS win out at the Sun Bowl. So, um, you know, and then basketball doing a lot of great things, too. Got big wins over. They had a win over New Mexico State, which is traditionally a really good uh, basketball team. So it's really exciting here. It's it's a fun transition that we've gone through, and uh, we're really enjoying it. And just uh, I think our fans are, too. Right now in, in an independent situation, at least in football, but it's going to transition into – to the whack, and that's going to be a good conference for you to be in across the board too as well, isn't it? Yeah, no, we're really excited about that. And actually, whack play for us, even though we're in transition, that started this year. And, oh, and good. We get teams like uh, SFA and, and Sam Houston State. Um, you know, Lamar is another one of those teams um, that, that's joined. We have six teams uh, this year, and then we have a partnership with um, – 
and I forget who the partnership's with because we can't do it anyways. But we, we have a partnership. We're going to join uh, Southern Utah is going to come into the WAC next year. But we are actually playing, and we can win the championship this year in oh, the good. Western Athletic Conference. We got to play in the first uh, new Western Athletic Conference game. It was the first Western Athletics football game, conference football game since 2012, December 1st. That was a 66-28 to win for Texas State over New Mexico State. And uh, we played the first game in 3,199 days wow. on September 4th. And unfortunately, we lost to FSA. But um, you could tell after what happened with them in Tech last week, the SFA's got a good program. Coach Carthel, who won a national championship at Texas A&M Commerce, is there. And his team is playing very well. They uh, took Texas Tech right down to the wire last weekend. And, so, and, of course, with Sam Houston State being in the WAC, we have the defending national champion from last year. So the Western Athletic conference football is is uh is fun we'll we'll uh, play our second game and it won't be until um i believe october 15th that we'll play our second game in the WAC. but we've got the first one under our belt is a 20 to 10 loss and we are up and running and you know that's traditionally a, a it was traditionally for a, a mid-major kind of a powerhouse conference with tcu and boise state mm -hmm. You know, wins over uh, Wisconsin for TCU and then went over um, Oklahoma in a, one of the best football games ever for Boise State. So it's just one of those deals where we're really excited to be part of it. We think there are some uh, big things on the horizon for it, hopefully. There's a lot yet to break out, as you know, Ward in college football, and we'll see how that all happens. But we're excited about the future for Tarleton State and the Western Athletic Conference. And it doesn't hurt your conference that you got the reigning national champion in your conference either, right? No, it doesn't, and it doesn't hurt that they'll be here uh, October 30th at Tarleton State University, to, and we'll get a we'll get a big old uh, mouthful of uh, them coming down this way and and get to play them. It should be really fun. Yeah, that never hurts your conference if you if you could add the the defending national champion. It wouldn't be bad if you started a new conference in the Power Five, right? And you mm -hmm. get to start with Alabama. That wouldn't be bad. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad at all. Tarleton one and one on the season. Byron Anderson with us, the play-by-play -play for the Tarleton Texans. And uh, you got the win last week uh, at home uh, with Fort Lewis coming into Stephenville, 54-7, to a big offensive showing for the Tarleton Texans. Well, you know, Todd Witten's teams, our head coach, uh, he has – his staple is running the football. He, you know, his offenses have been really good, uh, especially over the last three years. Um, had a really good quarterback guy named Ben Holmes that pro played in the spring league uh, this last year. They had some games. I don't know if you watched any of that, but it was mm -hmm. pretty fun football league. We had a couple of players in that, but he's been he was a quarterback that went undefeated his two years, 2018 and 2019, in the regular season. So there was in the spring a little lapse. We, we were transitioning to a new quarterback, and we've got a guy in there now named Stephen Duncan. He's a transfer out of Western Kentucky University. He's a bigger guy, and uh, he's I think he's starting to finally find his footing. And um, 358 yards rushing the ball. He was 18 of 22 for a two touchdowns this past weekend played really well and, and really you kind of go the defense has been really good over the last couple of years they continue that and really you're going to go kind of how the quarterback goes and he had a little rough start in that first game against SFA had a couple of uh, mistakes that came back and bit us but for the most part last week he looked really good hopefully he can continue that this week in a big game at Southern Utah or excuse me I should say versus Southern Utah that will play out at what is it now Chick Choctaw Stadium, uh, yeah, I don't Globe know. Life Field before that, and then before that is <laughs> the ballpark in Arlington. So 
I don't know. They may have changed it again since we just started talking. Well, yeah, they keep changing the name <laughs> of it. But nonetheless, it's the Old Ranger Ballpark is what I'm going with, or Globe Life yes. Park is what we'll go with. But Southern Utah on tap for you guys coming up in Arlington. And how special is that, being able to play there in Arlington and get around a little bit of that fan base uh, in yeah. the Metroplex? Well, it's huge. You know what I mean? If you can come back, we're just a hop, skip, and a jump in Stephenville, just like Waco, from the Metroplex. And we have our biggest group of our alumni in the Metroplex. And we've got a nice group in the area of Central Texas as well. So I want to reach out to them and let everybody know that you know tickets are available. Um, you can go to tarletonsports.com, click on the link at the top of the page, and it'll take you to where you can purchase those tickets. But, yeah, it's really important. We're having an event before the game, too, at Texas Live inside Middle tavern from 3:30 to 5:30. we encourage alumni to come out to that but it's really important you've got to have that support we want to get you know to stations like you guys to get in front of people because we feel like tarleton's uh tarleton football and all of tarleton athletics deserves uh that platform we're getting to that level we're really pushing we have a very aggressive president a very aggressive uh vp of athletics and you know we want to uh eventually with guys like billy gillespie and todd witten here you know, one of these days we're going to be on that big dance card. You know, when now it may be playing against Kentucky, right, or Kansas, <laughs> but how? That's you know, okay. Me, That's okay, you know, man. That is okay. It, it is okay. And hey, how cool would it be for a guy like me that went to Tarleton State here, um, get to, and Baylor people in Baylor obviously winning the national championship last year. They've gotten to do this for a long time, but it would be really neat for us just to be able to fill in that name. Maybe we played Baylor in the, you know, we were actually scheduled last year for basketball to play three of the four Final Four teams. We had games with UCLA that was canceled because of COVID. We had a game with uh, Baylor that was canceled because of COVID. And we had a game with Gonzaga that was canceled because of COVID. Wow. So, yeah, all three. And actually, to be honest with you, we talked for a minute to Houston <laughs> about playing a game. <laughs> Billy knows a couple of people. Yeah, he's, We've got he's been a, around a while. Yeah, we got exciting games like Kansas and Michigan coming up on our basketball schedule this year. We're really excited about that. So, man, it would be really cool to be able to do that, you know, fill in Tarleton, you know, even if you're going to get blasted maybe in the first time you ever do it. Fill that in and be able to do that. That would be really neat. We're super excited about that. And this is just part of it, right? Mm -hmm. We've got games coming up in the next couple of years. Next year we'll be in the Metroplex again to play at TCU. The year after that, in 23, we'll head to Texas Tech. The year after that, we'll come down uh, the Bears way and play right there off of I-35 uh, in 2024 against Baylor. And then in 25, we get to go to uh, our, our parent school and play at Texas A&M for football so man those are things that that i know our players are excited about and people like me that are fans of this university and, and knows that it's one of the best kept secrets in texas we don't want it to be that anymore we want to share it with everybody and just let them know how special tarleton state is and that was part of the reason we moved to the WAC, right well we had choices to move to some other conferences but we wanted to make that imprint and kind of follow what Texas A&M did at the time when they moved and make that imprint bigger uh, and that footprint bigger across the nation. And, and that was kind of the idea with moving to the WAC. And we're really it's, – it's just really cool to be able to help, even if it's just with radio or some of the other things that I do here, have a little bit of a, a, a hand in that. And then get to see our great fans and, and, you know, people that pay attention to Tarleton State University, get to see them enjoy it as well. And checking off one box at a time, the Tarleton Texans will take on Southern Utah in Arlington at Globe Life Park. Once again, Byron, tell them how they can pick up those tickets. 
All you have to, the, the easiest thing to do is go to tarletonsports.com. And what you're going to do is right at the top of the page, when you go to tarletonsports.com, there's a huge graphic there um, at the top. And you're just going to click on that, and that will take you to the direct link out there. Um, and, you know, we would love you to, to stop by and, and visit with us. And, and, you know, there's going to be, if you're a Tarleton alumni that's uh, in the Central Texas area and you want to come to the game, make the trek. It'll be worth it. We're going to have a lot of fun. Byron Anderson, the voice of the Tarleton Texans, and uh, also has his finger on a lot of things that he's got to do there at Tarleton as well. Hey, Byron, I appreciate it. Thanks for catching up with us, and good luck this Saturday at uh, Globe Life Park, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Hey, sounds great. Ward, thanks again. We appreciate it all the time, and uh, anytime you need me, we're ready to go down here at Tarleton. Thank you, sir. You bet. Thank you. There goes Byron Anderson, again, Southern Utah on tap for the Tarleton Texans. Shorty's Pizza Shack is open for carryout and online ordering available at shortyspizza.com. That's shortyspizza.com. Delivery is available through delivery.com and Postmates, Grubhub, uh, also going to be available soon. The dough is made fresh. That's what makes Shorty's Pizza's fact so special and the marinara is made in-house they don't go out and buy it somewhere else they make it right there hamburger and sausage toppings are made in-house with no filler no additives or artificial flavoring ever at shorty's pizza shack they've been in business since 2011 and that's because they do things right don't forget about the amazing wings with the sickum sauce that you can get only at shorty's pizza shack it's owned by four baylor alums so you know they take care of you at shorty's pizza shack Check out their website, Instagram, or Twitter feed for more information. They're located at 12th and Bagby. Give them a call at 254-235-2646. Make Shorty's Pizza Shack dinner tonight. We'll take the break when we come back. RJ Ochoa will be talking Cowboys with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football lives here. And the Bears open Big 12 play this Saturday in Lawrence against the Kansas Jayhawks. 12.30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 2.30 kickoff Saturday with John, JJ, and Ricky. The Bears and the Jayhawks open conference play against each other this Saturday. And you've got the best seat in the house for all the action right here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Jeep Adventure Days going on now at Allen Samuels with the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L. Now in stock, this beautiful, rugged third-row seat carries the prestigious Jeep heritage. Come in today to see this all-new model and fall in love. Allen Samuels, located at 201 West Loop 340 in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, please, don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please, cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers, and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style. From folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver even paint to match the original cover of your truck. 
Now, all these are hard, rigid covers, just like they should be. Now, there are also some soft bed covers, but you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at createacommotion.com slash covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Dallas Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence suffered a broken foot in yesterday's practice, and that will force him to miss six to eight weeks for the Cowboys. Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Meyer said there is no chance he'd leave the NFL for the USC job when asked about it. One game in college football tonight, Ohio Bobcats at Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. The Baylor soccer team will host Stephen F. Austin at 7 p.m. tonight at Betty Lou Mays Field. Astros beat the Rangers 7-2 last night. The final game of their series from Arlington tonight, 7.05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. This hour presented by the Good Feet Store in Waco. See what the Good Feet Store can do for you. Find them in the Central Texas Marketplace. And welcome in R.J. Achoa from ESPN San Antonio and Blogging the Boys. R.J., how are we doing today? Doing great, Ward. Great to be with you. Hope your week is going well also. I appreciate it. And it's always fun to talk a little Cowboys, especially when things are not exactly going as planned for the Dallas Cowboys. But let's start off with last week, your big takeaway from the offense against Tampa Bay on Thursday. I know it seems like forever ago since they played that game. Yeah, I mean, uh, last week feels like a lifetime ago, given everything that's happened to the Cowboys um, in, in the aftermath of it all. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, a, almost a week ago, I know, you know, we talked about it, you know, going into the game, uh, but almost a week ago, people were really positive. I think that every Cowboys fan went to bed on Thursday night feeling really satisfied with the performance from the team, feeling like, okay, this is a team that can compete with the very best of the best, obviously, that, that went, you know, kind of uh, the distance with them. And, and that's a lot to kind of hang your hat on. And, you know, while they are – conceivably going to be playing without five of the starters that were in that game this Sunday against the Chargers. The most important factor is that they have the quarterback. Dak Prescott was marvelous last Thursday night. And so as long as that remains a constant, you know, whoever the tackle is, whoever the starting pass rusher is, the Cowboys have a chance. Defensively, were you pleased with what you saw from the defensive side of things? It's so hard to tell, and I know that's a cop-out answer, but because you are going up against – 
you know, the greatest of all time and an incredible offense and an incredible offensive line. I mean, Tampa Bay, you know, by many metrics, had the best offensive line in week one. Tom Brady had one of the fastest releases in week one. And so it's it's so hard to really be able to discern, you know, who these guys are. You know, it's kind of like, you know, okay, I think I know how to ride a bike. Now we're going to throw you on a unicycle. You know what I mean? It's a, <laughs> it's a very different kind of, um, you know, way to roll. Um, but but I think there there were positive moments. I mean, they generated turnovers. I do think that's a little bit inflated. You know, people look and say, well, they had four turnovers. And the first one was great, and obviously that's what makes missing Demarcus Lawrence suck so much. Uh, but the Trayvon Diggs interception, I mean, you count it, but it was a tip ball. You know, you can't count on that every week. The Hail Mary at the end of the first half, you know, that one doesn't really count to me. And then the last one was was a fortuitous fumble, but. Um, you know, you're not going to get those lucky bounces each and every week, but they did ultimately get them. And so I think ultimately, yeah, you do feel positive and you feel like when, when they play a player or when they play teams that are closer to the mean, they'll probably be much better. Well, and, and to me, I, I thought it, at least they kept them in the game. They didn't let the, they get away from them against Tom Brady and, and the Buccaneers. Is that fair? Yeah, I think that, you know, they gave their offenses chances or their yeah. offense chances. And that, that's something that they really struggled with last year. I mean, you know, I know you and I have talked a lot about, you know, through the first four games of the season last year, the Cowboys offense started with the ball on the positive side of the 50 yard line once, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they got, they got that opportunity twice in just this game. And to that point, actually, you know, the Trayvon Diggs interception gave the Cowboys offense the ball at the Tampa 21 yard line. And that didn't even result in a touchdown. And so, you know, you point fingers and you say, what was the, the cause? And it was missed opportunities, things like that. You can't start, you know, on the 21 yard line, 21 yards to go and not come away with seven. And it was just those little tiny details that, you know, when you're playing, uh, the New York Giants or the Carolina Panthers. I know Matt Rule is your guy, uh, but, you know, th those things don't show up as much. But when you're playing the very best in the world, you have to be perfect, and the Cowboys just weren't on Thursday night. Absolutely. Now getting on to this week as they take on the Chargers in week number two, and bad news from Cowboy camp yesterday with Demarcus Lawrence and a fractured foot. How much is this going to hurt this defense? We already knew that the depth was going to be a problem into this season. We saw it in the preseason. Now it's really coming to the front lines. Well, I don't want to be dramatic and I don't want to be hyperbolic, but this is devastating. I mean, this is the worst thing that could happen to the Cowboys defense. Now it's an offensive game, which is why it's not the worst thing that could happen to their team. Uh, you know, Demarcus Lawrence has a lot of cow a lot of haters. I think, uh, you know, to use the, the terminology of the kids, uh, you know, uh, around Cowboys nation, a lot of people are kind of down on him because he doesn't generate a lot of sacks. Uh, but he shows up in the run game. I mean, he was one of DFS' highest-graded players overall last week. And, you know, that's a really important element. I mean, he, he generates a ton of pressures. He generates pressure in general. I mean, so being without that is, is a difficult mountain for this defense to climb. I mean, you know, they're obviously potentially going to be down Randy Gregory this specific game against the Chargers. Obviously, theoretically, he should be back after that, uh, after he's out of the COVID protocol. But you can make an argument that by missing the two of them, the Cowboys are down, you know, their two best defensive players. I mentioned Tom Brady got the ball out of his hands quickly last Thursday night, 2.34 seconds uh, average time to throw for Tom Brady. Justin wow. Herbert, uh, a, a little bit slower, 2.39 uh, seconds on his average time to throw. So very similar release time. And so if the Cowboys weren't getting home already uh, with DeMarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory in the fold, it, you know, I don't know that Herbert needs to get rid of the ball that quickly. He might have all day back there. When you look at the offensive line and what they've got to do, I know they get Zach Martin back, but Lyle Collins now suspended for 
a number of games. Is this offensive line, are they going to be able to piece it together going over the next couple of weeks and, and be okay there for Dak? Well, you know, I mentioned average time to throw. Dak Prescott had an even shorter average time to throw than either Tom Brady or Justin Herbert, 2.29 seconds. And that's, you know, I think people walked away from last week saying, man, this offensive line did really well. Connor McGovern held up, and he did. I, I don't want to take anything away from him and, and his performance for Zach Martin. But, I mean, a, a great quarterback can mask an offensive line if you're getting rid of the ball quickly. Because, you know, I mean, I'm not saying you and I can be out there, but if you don't have to block for as long, it's obviously not as difficult of a proposition. And so that's where, you know, and this is a different example, but, uh, you know, Carson went his first game with the Indianapolis Colts last week. You know, they, they lose that game, and every Colts fan is saying, what, our offensive line was terrible this game. What happened? They were so good. But you know what happened is your quarterback held onto the ball too long, and, and that will kill, that will sink any offensive line. And so Dak Prescott, I think, can mitigate some of that damage. It's, it's not ideal. Obviously, uh, to have to start Terrence Steele if that ultimately winds up being the case at right tackle, and, and losing Lyle is sizable no matter how you shake it out. But um, I, I think that they have, you know, if you have to lose one of the the main guys, I mean, obviously the, the main three at this point are Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, and Lyle Collins. Lyle's the one you want to lose. All due respect to him, uh, so it's it's certainly possible. But you know, uh, we're making things a little bit more difficult here. It's kind of like when you when you carry all the groceries in, you know, and you're just you're you're grabbing like another bag and one more bag. One more. And so uh, at a certain point, it just becomes impossible. R.J. Ochoa blocking the boys with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And, R.J., for Kellen Moore, does he have to I, – I know the way the game's trendy, but does he have to get Ezekiel Elliott more involved in the game somehow? I honestly, you know, I, I don't want to say I don't think so because I don't think that's fair. I, I think that Kellen – you know – People like people act like there are there are only two ways you can feel about this. You can either be, you know, what people regard to be as old school, establish the run, Zeke's gotta to touch the ball thirty times a game, or you're hip, trendy, you know, running backs don't matter, throw, 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 throw. Now, the quickest way to the end zone is through the air. And you know, I think Kellen understands that and Kellen's a millennial and you know, say you know, what you will of that. He probably, you know, played Pokemon and stuff growing up just like the rest of us. But <laughs> I mean I mean, I, I think that Kellen understands more than anything matchups, and I think he understands where he can win, but I think he also very specifically understands where he will likely lose. And I think that, you know, that's maybe a dot that a lot of people struggled to connect over the last week was that, you know, the Cowboys were down Zach Martin, and, you know, that was something that was going to be difficult to overcome no matter what was going to happen, no matter who they were playing against. They just so happened to be playing up against two incredible defensive tackles in Vita Vey and in Dominic Sue. And I mentioned Dak Prescott took 2.29 seconds to get the ball out of his hands. And even if you, you know, don't, you know, you know, a lot for his completion percentage or anything like that, we're talking about it takes 2.29 seconds for the ball to get, you know, seven or eight yards downfield, right? Versus is it going to take Zeke Elliott 2.29 seconds to get with the ball 2.29 seconds downfield? And so I think when you break it down that way, it becomes a little bit easier to digest, but I, I think there are opportunities to run the ball, and I think there are opportunities to milk the clock, and I think that those present themselves mid-game, and I think Kellen's really good at capitalizing on those. Bottom line, do the Cowboys even it up and go one and one on the 2021 season coming up this weekend? You know, I uh, have long said that they would be one and one through the first two games, um, and I know when we spoke last week, I said, you know, I didn't, I didn't show up to, to pick them to lose the season opener. And so, you know, but it, it felt natural. It felt like they were going to lose one of these two games that Tampa was going to be the one because of who they are. 
Um, now, to be fair, I also said this before the sky fell and the <laughs> meteor was like, you know, being targeted towards Earth and everything. Um, so it's it's difficult. It's it's very difficult to see how the Cowboys could without, you know, five starters, uh, conceivably, if, if Donovan Wilson uh, doesn't start in this game or doesn't play in this game, how they could go to L.A. and win. Because they're not, you know, it, it's, that's hard to do in general, let, let alone against a really good team, a really good quarterback, really good offensive line. Um, so it's, it's tough cookies, no matter how you kind of try to shake it out. But I mean, I, I think that Dak is, is that good. I mean, I, and I know that that's kind of a, an easy thing to lean on, but I think that it ultimately comes down to that. And I think that Joey Bosa is going to play a factor, but I think that Dak, if, if the competition is Dak against Joey Bosa, if the competition is Dak against anyone, really, I generally lean towards Dak Prescott. And so he can have the most sizable influence on this game. And I just, I, I, I'm I'm very curious. I, I'm picking them to win, and it's it's in the most hollow possible way. But this is, you know, we haven't really seen, and I know this sounds ridiculous, we haven't really seen Mike McCarthy's team face adversity like this. And mm-hmm. obviously last year was, was really difficult, but they didn't face adversity with Dak Prescott. And, you know, I think we all kind of, you know, anytime something bad happened last year, it's like, okay, well, you know, this season's over anyway. Who cares what's going to happen? So that kind of lowers expectations, so to speak. But this is, okay, yeah, everything's terrible. Everything sucks. Our pets' heads are falling off, so to speak. But you've, you've got Dak Prescott. Mike McCarthy loves to talk about how it took 73 guys to win that world championship that he won with the Green Bay Packers in 2010. Well, one of the constants that year was Aaron Rodgers. And so, okay, Mike, yeah, it sucks to be down your right tackle, your two defensive ends, your safety, your third, second wide receiver, however you view Michael Gallup. But you have the guy. I think you agree, Ward. If, if you had to eat steak with, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios on the side, it'd be fine, right? Like, you would want a baked <laughs> potato and maybe asparagus and whatever. But as long as you got that piece of meat, you'll call it a good dinner. And I think that's what the Cowboys have to ultimately do when it comes to Sunday. Should be a fun one on Sunday. R.J. Ochoa blogging the boys with us here on ESPN Central Texas. R.J., always appreciate the time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you next week, man. You too, Ward. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a good one. All right. There he goes. R.J. Ochoa, ESPN San Antonio, and blogging the boys with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. We'll take the break. When we come back, Mandy Knight from Fox 44 will join us. We'll talk more football with her. NFL and college coming up next on ESPN Central Texas. The McGregor Coaches Show with Mike Shields is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life, McGregor General Store, Benchmark Mortgage, and Paschal Insurance and Real Estate. McGregor Bulldogs now 2-1 and one on the season after they beat Gerald 36-17. Sounds like your quarterback, Chad Lorenz, had a pretty good game. He only had four completions, but two of those were for touchdowns. For sure. You know, Chad ran for 172 yards. He was running so good we didn't need to throw it that much. But but as you said, two of those were for touchdowns. So they, they come up, the defense comes up, tries to stop his running, and he's able to throw it over him a couple times. On the defensive side, Kobe Reinecke led the way, three tackles for loss, and also had a fumble recovery. And that was huge. It was on a kickoff return, and it, it really set the offense up and, and was able to for us to pull away from him but but he's really been our leader this year on on defense and you know he's calling our defense getting us lined up and then he's he's producing by making the tackles 
does this win indicate that you're getting the improvement that you're looking for week to week? You know, that's what we were looking for. We told them after week one, you know, usually you improve the most between week one and week two. It may not show it as much, but yes, that's what we need. We got one more game before district starts. We need to keep improving and, and get ready for district. Well, that one more week is against the Clifton Cubs. What kind of challenge do they present? They're running some uh, wing T stuff on offense in which they sometimes tackle over and sometimes they don't tackle over. So it, it causes problems with your defensive backs just getting lined up and knowing who's eligible and who's not eligible. Defensively, they try to confuse you. They're going to line up and blitz through gaps that you don't know where they're coming from. So hopefully we can catch them a couple times when they are blitzing and maybe get outside or get through a hole that uh, that they don't have a cover good enough. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life member FDIC. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20-year experience visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us the one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is McGregor General Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, McGregor General Store also boasts a clothing line for your family that is fresh, modern, and in demand. You'll find the brands you want at prices you'll love, including boots from Area and Twisted Edge, shoes from Hey Dude, and clothing from Huey, Wrangler, Rock and Roll, and Scent. Go by and see Courtney, Amy, and the gang at McGregor General Store on Highway 84 in McGregor. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, the Tom Evos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. The stars at night are big and bright. At the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo, presented by H-E-B. Mark your calendars Thursday, October 7th through Sunday, October 17th. Don't miss thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, and hot country music, and much more at the Extra Co. Event Center. For ticket information, visit hotfair.com. You better believe this year's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo will be big and bright. 
We'll see you there. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's Aaron Section along with you. Tom Barfield will be back with us tomorrow. Joining us now is Mandy Knight from Fox 44 News. Mandy, how are we doing on this Thursday? We are doing great. It is a, it's a beautiful day outside. And, yeah, doing great, Ward. I guess I just got left uh, from seeing you a little while ago doing our weekly <laughs> segment. That was fun. I appreciate you having me for that, and that that'll air tonight when we talk uh, three games to see, right? Yes, yeah, three to see. Uh huh. Correct, and it'll air around nine fifteen p.m. tonight. A whole lot of fun talking a little football with Mandy Knight each and every Thursday, and she's with us here on Game Time. And I want to start with Thursday night football tonight, and. Yeah, let's get right into some Eastern Conference football, really, with the New York Giants and Washington already starting off conference play. Is this a game to watch tonight, Mandy, just because it's the the conference that the Cowboys play in? Without a doubt. And the fact that heading in into the season, Washington was projected to be potentially one of the top teams, you know, aside from the Cowboys. And now it will be interesting to see Washington, how they do without Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, we know Fitzpatrick left the game last week early on, but Heineke, Taylor, uh, Tyler Heineke, um, he, I think he looks pretty good. I mean, 11 of 15 for passes, 122 yards and a touchdown, no interceptions. And so I think he did well for them last year when he played in place of Alex Smith. And so it'll be interesting to see them against the Giants defense who are coming off of a loss and, uh, I think that the Giants as a whole, they've continued to struggle. I mean, you know, uh, Daniel Jones wasn't too impressed with him last week. I mean, he did put up 267 yards and a touchdown, but it just doesn't seem like they had that much production. I mean, Saquon Barkley didn't seem to do that much in the run game. But I would definitely say this is a game worth watching, especially just to see what the Cowboys are going to be against. Is Jones the answer in New York, you think? I think he is. I just I think he's just a little raw. He needs more time to develop and get comfortable, you know, as their starting quarterback. And it's kind of a a thing in New York when you play for one of the New York teams. If it's the Giants or the Jets, it's you know they're they're kind of um I would say their fan base they live and die by the winner wins versus losses. They aren't a very not saying they aren't a loyal fan base, but I think that playing in just that whole uh, that whole area of the country i mean it's a big deal versus you know some other fan bases that might just be you know doesn't really matter how well like for instance you know the raiders i mean they're finally doing very well but i would say for the last decade I mean, you can go anywhere all over the country and and oh raider nation so i think Jones that he has the talent to make it work i just think that he has to get a little bit more comfortable and he has to have some some more time 
two's throw, along with uh, Barkley coming back from an injury, I think that he needs to really get going to, to open up the passing game. Let's get your thoughts on some of the games coming up on Sunday. And one of the teams that we thought going into the season may be the worst team in the NFL. They get a win in week one. The Houston Texans, now they travel to take on the Cleveland Browns. How do you see this one unfolding? I think that the Cleveland Browns are going to – not that the I – mean, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say that they're going to destroy Houston, but I think that the Browns have an awful taste in their mouth because they were so close to beating Kansas City and, you know, they got, you know on the, on the uh, punting play, it was a, a mishap. And then, you know, Kansas City, uh, you know, they, they get the ball with great field position and obviously the Browns end up losing. But I, I think that Houston, they're in a better position than a lot of people thought. I mean, I've followed Tyrod Taylor since he was with the Ravens, and they have a lot of different pieces, uh, unique pieces on offense. And I've talked about before with Mark Ingram, and I think that he's an older running back, but he still has a lot of gas left in the tank. And so I, I do think that Cleveland is going to win. I mean, they're playing in Cleveland, and you know that Baker Mayfield wants to come out on fire uh, in front of his mm-hmm. home crowd. And let's go to Sunday night football and your team, the Ravens. Hosting Kansas City. You feeling good, Mandy? Huh? Well, you know, <laughs> this one, I, I cannot wait to uh, to watch this game. I mean, everyone saw that overtime thriller with the Baltimore and uh, the, the Las Vegas Raiders. And, I mean, that was just about as exciting as a game can get with. I mean, you really – you were on the edge of your seat the whole game. And uh, I don't know what – towards the end of the game, we saw Lamar Jackson – he doesn't really fumble the ball too much, but I honestly think that some of the hits there was like two there was two hits where um, he it looked like it was a helmet to helmet. I I recorded it on my phone to go back and watch it, and you can actually see after one of the plays that he you could read his lips and he said I'm fine, I'm fine, and this was right after um, that he had gotten hit. I I truly believe that sometimes if a quarterback if they get hit maybe they're a little you know a little dazed or whatever it is that really can affect their their um, thought process and how they perform on the field, and I think that might have had something to do with uh, that game with the Raiders, but, uh, you know, regardless of any of that, I mean, the Ravens, they're 0-1, and they're playing in Baltimore, so they're absolutely going to come out on fire, and the fact that they're playing the Chiefs, I mean, that's one of the most exciting matchups this week, and I I can't wait for that, and Patrick Mahomes, he can play anybody, and he's always fun to watch with all the magic that he can do, throws on the run, and they have a ton of uh, skill players there, so I think this one's going to be similar to the uh, the Raiders game, I think it might come down to that final possession. And you know, the team that always makes the the least mistakes when it matters most, that they usually come out with the win. Should be a great game. I'm looking forward to that one on Sunday night as well. And Mandy, of course, high school football coming up this weekend. You guys will be spread out all over the place. What's coming up for you guys? Yeah, well, um, as we talked about it earlier, uh, I, I'm excited to see Argyle and La Vega play just because that over the last few years that rivalry has, has been really neat and them playing in the regular season and then them, they met the last three seasons in, in the playoffs. And so, uh, you know, we're going to have that one um, and a couple of other ones. We um, we have uh, our, our game um, – we have our game of the week. It's Lake Belton, and they're playing the Yo Men of Cameron Yo, and and I think that will be a, a really interesting matchup. We have you know um, uh, Coach um, um, the Broncos. Oh my gosh, I'm going to blank right now. But Coach Cope. Broncos. What'd you say? Brian Cope. Yes, yes, yes. Coach Cope. Yes, I think he's done a, a phenomenal job with his team, and and I think they're really coming into their own this year. And uh, 
the following year. I can't wait to see the what Lake Belton does when they finally have that ability to actually compete for a state title. Just because those kids are so talented, and uh, you know, Cameron, you know, they're trying to get kind of return uh, return their program around. So that you know, I'm looking forward to that one as well. But um, but yeah, there's a there's a, a couple of games that uh, that we have covered. It's interesting though because a lot of the the big schools, the six A schools, that they're all I guess they have an open week, um, which was very smart before you know, going into that uh, district play because you never know what's going to happen with COVID or, you know, the cancellations that we've seen happen uh, happen already. She is Mandy Knight with Fox 44 News. Catch her tonight at 9 o'clock on Fox 44. Mandy, we appreciate the time. As always, have a great evening. Enjoy some football this weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks, Ward. You bet. There she goes, Mandy Knight, Fox 44, uh, with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios, located at 201 West Loop 340, just down from Highway 84. You can find them online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Your friend in the car business, Allen Samuels is an award-winning dealer, but you'll find much more with their great award-winning products. The new 2021 Ram has been ranked number one automotive brand by J.D. Powers, an initial quality study. Also, they have the Ram Power Days going on now. Check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star. It's a great truck to get you around. And the Jeep Adventure Days also going on with the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. It's all at Allen Samuels. Stop by and see them today or find them online at allensamuelsdcj.com. We'll take the break. When we come back, Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib. He'll join us. We'll talk some high school football and some Baylor with Bryce as game time continues right after this on ESPN Central Texas. Waco High Football on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Waco Lions open up district play as they host Mansfield at Waco ISD Stadium. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Tusa, Darren Burrow, and me for all the exciting play-by-play action. Our coverage of Waco High Football begins at 7 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have a kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7.30. It's Waco High in Mansfield, and it's Friday night at 7 right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long. Extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. 
Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, please, don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please, cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers, and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style. From folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver, even paint to match the original cover of your truck. All these are hard, rigid covers just like they should be. Now, there are also some soft bed covers, but you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at createacommotion.com slash covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to Game Time. Ward White's Aaron Sexton along with you. Tom Barfield will be back with us tomorrow. And now joining us is Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib. Bryce, how are we doing today? 
Doing well. Uh, pointing this car north, headed to Waxahachie to watch a little uh, Midway JV football. That's always a good time on a Thursday night. Well, good for you. That'll be yeah. fun. And, and that's yeah, not that's absolutely. not you you know that's not a bad stadium to go join a little football. That's a good stadium, so that should be fun. Yeah, Lumpkin Stadium, I think, is what that's called. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly it's, right. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's a nice place. I've covered some games there in the past. Well, let's just start with a little high school football, Bryce. And any big surprises from any teams around that you look at, going, well, I didn't expect them to get off to that good a start, or to the other side of it, is there a team out there that you go, well, what happened here? I, two teams jump out in a good way uh, in terms of uh, surprising, and, and I'll start with the Rethel Indians, uh, you know, off to a 2-0 and start. Obviously, last week weren't able to play, you know, due to just illnesses and stuff at, at the school. But uh, I just thought with Rethel making that transition to uh, Tyler Crow, their new coach, you, you always seem to have a little bit of a – uh, a learning curve there when you're when you're breaking in a new coach and and you know obviously he was on staff before but and I just expect you know Riesel to maybe get out to the start that they they did uh, and then you know the Chilton Pirates have been pretty impressive to me mm-hmm. uh, that win, that win last week over Normandy they didn't just beat them uh, they shut them out. Uh, and, and that was an, an eye-opening win for Chilton uh, for me. I mean, uh, Chad Conine wrote about it in, in Sunday's paper, uh, just, you know, posing the question, can Chilton uh, challenge Mart in that district? Um, you know, we, we all know what, you know, the Mart Panthers are, and uh, they're the standard that kind of all the small schools really uh, compare themselves to. But, but certainly Chilton uh, is, is trending in the right direction. And one thing that, that Chilton had going for it back when it won state 2007, 2008, somewhere in that range, uh, I've slept a few times since then. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, was, was defense. I mean, they, they were kind of known for, uh, for the Landrum guys. They, you know, jo- uh, Josh Landrum, Travis Landrum, they, they could run all over the field. But an underrated element of that state championship team back then was, was just defense. And, and obviously we, we know how you have to have that if you're going to put it all together and, and make a run in, into December. Some games coming up this week, and you're going to the JV game that I wanted to talk about tonight, Waxahachie and Midway. And Waxahachie will travel to Panther Stadium to take on Midway in the first district game of the season, Midway in, in pretty need of a win coming up on Friday night. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, the, the Panthers are off to an 0-3, you know, start. I guess a pretty good schedule. I mean, uh, you know, you start off with a very good round rock team. You follow that up with a, you know, a, a tradition-rich Permian team that did make the playoffs uh, a year ago. Uh, and then I thought Midway made some strides last week in that South Grand Prairie game, especially defensively. I talked to Shane Anderson actually earlier this morning, and, uh, and you know, he, he agreed. He said, uh, I want to say they gave up eight big plays in, in the opener to Round Rock. They gave up six big plays uh, in the second game to, to Permian. And then he said, you know, we, we whittled that down to three in the South Grand Prairie game. 
obviously, you know, some of that may be matchups and personnel and that kind of thing, but, but it looks like Midway is starting to trend in the right direction. Now, uh, you know, one bit of bad news for the Panthers is they're, they're dealing with a few injuries, including two on the offensive line uh, where guys are going to be out for an extended period of time. So uh, they're shuffling the lineup a little bit, defensive linemen over uh, to the offensive line. So we'll see how that affects Midway. But uh, I, I like the Panthers actually in this game. I don't, that, that seems weird maybe. Walks the Hatchies off to a 2-1 and one start under a new coach as well. But, um, you know, I think this is a chance for Midway to hit that reset button and, and, uh, and try to make, start making a run at, that, at the playoffs. Another game that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on, for me anyway, Argyle at La Vega at Willie Williams Stadium. And, and La Vega may have a little bit of revenge from last year on their mind. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously Argyle's the favorite in this matchup. I mean, I don't think there's any way you can deny that. Uh, we talked about it on our high school podcast this week, Chad and I. And, and you know, I – Argyle's going to be the favorite. They're the number one ranked team in the state for a reason. But this has been an excellent uh, rivalry. You know, probably La Vega's best non-district rival, um, you know, in recent years. And, and it always has seemed to have gone the way of Argyle in the regular season. And then sometimes La Vega has turned the tables in the, in the playoffs. Uh, but as far as this one goes, I mean, I like Argyle to win this game, but I just don't think you can ever overlook uh, La Vega. I mean, you know, that would be foolish to do mm -hmm. that. And obviously they've got an excellent coaching staff over at La Vega. And so they're going to, you know, take that film from last week and that LBJ loss, and they're going to break down, you know, where they, where they messed up and, and try to shore those areas up. Um, one thing that I always feel like is uh, just a – an asset for La Vega is that they've got assistant coaches on that coaching staff who have head coaching experience, guys like Leroy Coleman, guys like Mike Cadell. Um, and I feel like a guy that's a head coach in waiting is uh, Jermaine Carpenter over there. He does an excellent job as well. So, you know, between those guys and Don Hyde, I think they're going to figure some things out, and I feel like they're going to give Argyle a pretty good game tomorrow. I think it's going to be a great game and one to watch if you're a high school football fan. Let's talk Baylor and Baylor getting into the conference pool, taking on the Jayhawks of Kansas on the road. How do you feel about this one coming up on Saturday, Bryce? Yeah, you know, Kansas just seems like it's always in a perpetual state of rebuilding, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it, it just feels like the last 10 or 12 years, it's just like, okay, here we go again. Um, so, it, obviously, that's starting all over again with Lance Leopold, who did a, an excellent job at Buffalo. Right. Um, and, and we'll see, you know, what he can do uh, at Kansas. I just feel like that's one of those jobs where – uh, they're always seeming to find a, a fight an uphill battle. Um, it's really been since Mark Mangino that the Jayhawks have, have done anything on the football field. That's a long time ago. Um, so, you know, I, I like Baylor in this game. Um, you know, I felt like the Bears had a really good shot all along to start out 3-0. and 
and uh, and obviously, you know, Baylor ran all over um, Kansas last year, and that that was a I think a, a much less uh, that was a that was a worse Baylor team. Let's just put it like that. They're mm-hmm. much improved over over last year. Uh, I think you know I wrote about it this week. The the transformation in the the running game is shocking. I mean, you know they've they've more than tripled. Uh, their output from last year. Granted, uh, we're talking about two games against two opponents you probably should be able to run the ball against. But nevertheless, uh, you know, they're, they're getting it done. And I, if you just look at the eye test, I feel like the offensive line has made major strides. I mean, it, you know, they're, they're making some holes. They're getting some push. Their pass is good. So, been a problem area even honestly even in the sugar bowl year under matt rule the offensive line was was a kind of a weak spot if they can get that fixed i mean you know uh more power to them i think the bears you know might have something pretty good going and i like baylor to honestly get back in a bowl game this year if you start out three and oh that that gets you halfway there Bryce Cherry with the Waco Trib. What are you guys working on that's coming out soon? Yeah, so Chad will have a feature on Rosebud Lot, a team we didn't talk about, but uh, another team off to a great start. 3-0 and for the first time since 2013. Wow. Uh, and uh, They have a, a kid, Zane Zinert. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but he's a, a transfer from Cameron, who's uh, the leading passer in Central Texas, doing a great job. And then John has a feature tomorrow on JT Woods, who uh, getting it done at safety for Baylor. Two touchdowns in two games. Uh, you know, can he lead the Big 12 in touchdowns as a safety? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce, have fun at the game tonight. We certainly do appreciate the time. Drive safe, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Lord. Appreciate it. You bet. That is Bryce Cherry, Waco Trib. Go check it out uh, anytime. Stay tuned. The Cowboys report with Christy Scales is right now on ESPN Central Texas. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The best player on defense suffered a foot injury in practice yesterday. The details on Demarcus Lawrence after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys defense suffered a huge blow in practice yesterday when defensive end Demarcus Lawrence broke his foot and hobbled to the locker room. Fellow pass rusher Randy Gregory remains on the COVID list and could also be out for Sunday's game at the Chargers. So that means more snaps for Dorrance Armstrong, who talks about stepping in from missing teammates. 
I want to see him back on the field. I'm pretty sure just like everybody else does. But we know what's expected, not having no mistakes. Every, our defense is an effort-based defense, and that's all you have to say in order for us to know what we need to be doing. We all want to see each other be great. Terrell Basham and Bradley and I will also get extra snaps, and all of the defense has a tough chore this weekend because Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert can extend plays and get out of the pocket. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. He raids your fridge. Yada brada. Borrows your car without asking. Scratches? What scratches? He's your brother-in-law. I'll pay you back. He takes what's yours, and there's nothing you can do. But when identity thieves want to take what's yours, you can do something. LifeLock by Norton monitors your info and alerts you to potential threats. If you become a victim, they can help fix it. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com using promo code NEWS. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. distance move to first central credit union suit up with benefits like free checking that pays you cash less fees great rates quick local loans easy online applications a free mobile app secure remote card control 24 7 deposits and more services at our atms and a free new member t-shirt join today come see us at firstcentralcu.com we're your team everything we do we do for you eligibility and application requirements apply member ncua this weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see sunny to partly cloudy skies today with high temperatures topping out around 91 degrees. Clear to partly cloudy skies tonight. Temperatures falling to 69 and mostly sunny tomorrow. Again, a few high clouds in the afternoon and a high of 93. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward Lines, Aaron Sexton, along with you. Tom Barfield will be back with us tomorrow. And joining us now, Ryan Aber from the Oklahoma. Talk a little Sooners football. And, Ryan, how are we doing on this Thursday? 
Oh, doing great. How are you doing this afternoon? Outstanding. I appreciate you spending a little bit of time with us here on ESPN. And OU starts off, and uh, Tulane gave them a little bit of a scare, and everybody said, well, what's wrong with the Sooners? Well, they come back and score 76 the next week and, and run away with one and get the shutout on defense. So things kind of a little bit better there in Sooner land? Yeah, the, the question is how much better. Uh, clearly they played better. <laughs> than they did against Tulane, but obviously Western Carolina isn't quite the opponent that uh, even Tulane was. And I, I think the Green Wave are going to be a pretty good uh, team this season, although they got a, a pretty difficult schedule with not only OU, but Ole Miss on the slate for the non-conference uh, schedule. But I think we're going to start finding out a whole lot more about this Sooners team and just how good they are this weekend when uh, Nebraska comes into town. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is this a better barometer to find out exactly – what this offense and defense is capable of going against the Cornhuskers. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, when you look at what Nebraska has across the board, I know that they've uh, struggled the last few years under Scott Frost and lost their opener this year, although they played a whole, whole lot better since then. Uh, they, you know, Nebraska still has Adrian Martinez at quarterback. He can move around and, and beat you with uh, not only his arm, but his legs as well. I think that's going to test Oklahoma's uh, front seven, especially how good their pass rush is. And, and then I think we're going to find out a whole lot more about how, how good Oklahoma's offensive line and run game are uh, be, because of what Nebraska's got in the trenches. So uh, I, I, I think this is a game that the Sooners, obviously everybody's expecting them to win, but uh, it, it's a game that we can learn a whole lot more about what it means for the big picture of uh, OU's schedule uh, you know, beyond just uh, what's going to happen Saturday down here in Norman. How special is Spencer Rattler so far for the Sooners? Oh, he's been fantastic. There was some some signs in that Tulane game that, you know, uh, I'm not going to say regression, but maybe he hadn't grown quite the way that we'd expected him to with some throws that uh, where the decision-making wasn't quite there. But I, I, I think on balance, uh, you certainly see a, a much better, much more poised, uh, much more confident quarterback than he was a year ago. And I, I think also his ability to run is uh, not something I think we're going to see just a ton this year. You know, he's not going to run the amount that Kyler Murray did or Jalen Hurts did, but he's a guy who can make plays with his feet when he has to, can keep plays alive in order to make plays with his arm. And I, I think we've seen a little bit more of that here in these first two games than we did a year ago. I think this Nebraska game is one that could you know, sort of make or break just how special his season is. He entered the season as the Heisman Trophy favorite. I actually wrote about this for the Oklahoman uh, today, uh, that uh, you know these are the kind of games that can start sealing a candidacy. And uh, you know he's, he's got a chance to make a big impression on a lot of folks on Saturday morning. You talk about how special he is too, Ryan, but how much does this team need the running game to step up to get the Sooners where they want to be as the season comes to an end? Yeah, that's going to be uh, critical for this team, just how, just how good their, their running game can be. That's one of the things that they really struggled against Tulane. And that uh, Kennedy Brooks, who you, know, you and I have talked about for a, a long, long time now, mm -hmm. You know, he uh, he still looked pretty good in that two-lane game, even though they struggled overall with the run game. He's been fantastic, averaging 
uh, just a touch under seven yards a carry uh, to, to this point. I think people forget sort of how good he is because of all the, the other running backs that they've had. You know, when he started off, people were talking about, uh, you know, Rodney Anderson and uh, the, the rest of uh, OU's running backs. And then, you know, it seems like every year there's somebody else that, that folks are talking about, whether it was Trey Sermon to, um, the, you know, this year Eric Gray, a couple of years ago, Lamonte Stevenson, but Kennedy Brooks just keeps on being extremely productive, and uh, he's going to be a big key to this. But also, how good their offensive line is able to block. They've right. uh, shuffled some things around. Obviously, made a change there at center with Creed Humphrey moving on to the NFL, and uh, you know they've got to prove that they can run block uh, pretty consistently because there's no doubt that they've got a really good back in, in Kennedy Brooks. And I think Eric Gray is going to be a guy who's going to play a, a really big role, too, here in this offense, not only with his ability to run the ball, but also to catch passes out of the backfield. There was some questions about Kennedy Brooks coming into the season because he did opt out. Would he be the same back? Do you feel like, and just me watching him in the first couple of games, it feels like that he has he's a little quicker and he may be even a little bit stronger this season. Yeah, it certainly looks like it. Uh, you know, he, he used that time well. It wasn't time where he was just sitting down and, and not doing a whole lot. He was working out pretty well constantly uh, to, to get himself ready for whenever he came back. And, uh, yeah, I think he's got a chance to be a much better back than even he was uh, just a couple of years ago. But he's been really, really good throughout the course of his career, a couple of thousand yard seasons. And, uh, you know, I, I think if he stays healthy, there's a fantastic chance that he makes it a third uh, season top in that thousand yard mark this year, especially given the fact that him and Eric Gray are the only two scholarship running backs right now. Wow. Ryan Aber with the Oklahoma talking sooner football with us here on ESPN Central Texas. And Ryan, how close is this defense to where Lincoln Riley wants it to be? You know, I, I think that's that's an area where they still need to make a pretty significant jump forward. And uh, they, they struggled some, especially in coverage in that opener against Tulane. There were some busts that were pretty uncharacteristic, and it was more about positioning and, uh, you know, not being in the right spot versus just getting out uh, out-athleted. Uh, you know, that, that's something that, while concerning, it's also something that should be able to be fixed. And, you know, I think we're going to get a chance to see, uh, you know, if they're a whole lot better in that regard uh, on Saturday. But also they've got to get better at pass rushing. Nick Benito has been fantastic. I mean, I don't know if you saw the stat I tweeted the other day, but mm -hmm. uh, PFF, uh, Pro Football Focus, does a great job with analytics. And they tweeted about Nick Benito saying that uh, you know he could get pancaked on his next 57 pass rush attempts and would still have the, <laughs> the uh, highest quarterback pressure percentage in a couple of seasons, which is just eye-popping. Nick Benito has been fantastic for them at getting after quarterbacks. Uh, Perrion Winfrey, I think, has made a big step forward on the interior. I think he's going to play a massive role uh, on Saturday against Nebraska because of what Adrian Martinez can do. But they've got to get uh, – get the rest of their front seven especially uh, locked in and, and showing improvement from last year because I think those turnover numbers last year, while great, uh, sort of uh, belied uh, 
the, the fact that they hadn't taken as much steps as that maybe would, would make you think. But that front seven, when it's at its best, can be as good as anybody in the country. They just got to find a, a level of consistency that they haven't shown to this point. Is the biggest room for improvement for you on the defensive side right now in the linebacking core? Yeah, I, I would say there. You know, Alex Grinch called out uh, a couple of those guys the other day. Basically said, I, paraphrasing him a little bit here, said, hey, I came into the season wanting to see a different uh, David Aguebu, a different Brian Osamoa, a different Deshaun White, just to mention some of those linebackers. And he said to this point, he hasn't seen that. If they've sort of been the same player they were a year ago, uh, he, he really wants them to take a, a big step forward. And I think they can uh, in a lot of cases. We've seen each of those guys grow really over the course of last year especially Aguebu, but uh, Osamoa was a guy who took some, uh, a big leap forward as well. And, and I think they've got a chance to start doing that, but they, they need to show that because really outside of uh, Benito among that line gas backing group, uh, they uh, have been a little bit underwhelming here through the first couple games. Sooners' biggest test of the season coming up against Nebraska. Do they get it done, you think? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I, I picked, and I my score that I put in the paper this morning wound up being transposed. Uh, so it said Nebraska forty-two to twenty, but my pick was <laughs> OU forty-two to twenty. I just, uh, y- yeah, it was it was a rough start. That didn't go over good, did it? <laughs> uh, that uh, that had happened because some OU fans were pretty fired up about it. But I, I just think the talent level that OU has on both sides of the ball. Uh, Spencer Rattler, although I do think Adrian Martinez is a, a, a really good college quarterback, I think Spencer Rattler puts them over the top. I think, uh, but I, I mainly look for big days out of Kennedy Brooks and Eric Gray. I think they're both going to be able to, to run the ball effectively and uh, you know, get the Sooners going. The big, uh, big uh, key I think for this one is once OU gets up to a, a decent lead, which they've shown that they're probably going to do how they're able to sort of keep the foot on the pedal because that has been an issue uh, for OU really over the last few seasons and certainly almost came up to bid them uh, against Tulane, and they've got to turn that around here entering Big 12 play next week. Ryan Aber with the Oklahoman with us here on ESPN Central Texas. Ryan, I certainly do appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Enjoy the games this weekend, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Yeah, sounds great, Ward. Thanks for having me on as always. You have a great one. All right, there he goes, Ryan Aber with uh, Oklahoma beating Nebraska, uh, according to Ryan, although it got backwards in the Can paper. Can you imagine the phone calls <laughs> he got this morning? <laughs> that didn't go good at all, did it? <laughs> in the Oklahoma, uh, Nebraska's going to take care of them. What? Do you, what? <laughs> oh, some old guys in the coffee shop down on Main Street were going nuts this morning. It's time for the Baylor Sports Beat with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. This is the Baylor Sports Beat. A daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, not one, but two Baylor sports in action at home tonight. We'll look at volleyball and soccer playing in front of the home crowds. Coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. 
The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, Baylor Soccer back in action on the Branks of the Brazos tonight at Betty Lou Mays Field. Baylor, the first of two home matches this week, hosting Stephen F. Austin this evening. 7 o'clock match time tonight, the broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus beginning at 7. Then on Sunday, Baylor hosts San Francisco at noon, also broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN Plus. Big 12 play is one week away for Paul Jobson and Baylor soccer. Meanwhile, Baylor volleyball home for the first time this season. Tonight, volleyball number 12 in the nation. They are 3-3 three and three on the year, but home tonight hosting the Rice Owls. Here's Baylor volleyball coach Ryan McGuire, who appreciates being back in the Farrell Center. Great to be home. We love home. We love our fans. Uh, the atmosphere here, what marketing does, is, is so great. And uh, it's, you know, it's become an intimidating place for others. And you know, our, our team loves our community so much. So just the excitement to uh, to play in front of eight-year-old girls that want to be Bears in the future to me is really fun and, and exciting. I'm really proud of our team. That you know, high school team left to uh, see the teams after the match in Florida. And, and probably because of the sweep, like, you know, other team hustled off and our girls were staying there hanging out with, you know, high school teams from Florida. And just uh, a genuine interaction with, with them is, is great. So uh, to be in an atmosphere where there's more people like that is, is awesome. And we talk about it. We're family. And so to multiply the joy with a bigger family is something we look forward to. Do you guys forget what the game day setup in here looked like after that long on the road? kind of did because we, we won, we're on the road, and there are no fans here last year anyways when we were home for kind of our two mini-seasons, how, however you look at it. So, it's uh, yeah, it'll be fun to be at home and, and uh, love the atmosphere we have. Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball in the Shelby Livingstone Bowl tonight. Baylor versus Rice. It's a 5 p.m. match time this evening in the Farrell Center, the broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Waco High Coaches Show with Lyndon Helt is brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. It was a short week because of a holiday and then a short week because you played on Thursday night. How did that affect your football team or did it affect your football team? Well, you know, we, we try not to worry about that too much. You know, it's the same for both teams. Uh, so we don't want to build in uh, excuses or build in uh, ways to get out of things for our, our kids or coaches. You know, so uh, it's the same for both squads. So we've got to address that uh, it, it, internally in regards to uh, why we weren't, weren't necessarily as ready as we wanted to be. Uh, yeah, short weeks always squeeze you a little bit, 
but once again, it, you're both squeezed. So I don't really think that affects you uh, one way or the other heavily in regards to the outcome of the game. Wake High wins the football game because? Wake High wins the football game because they execute. I mean, that's the bottom line. Execution, discipline that we're able to come out and not lose our focus as we get tired in games or as we push into the second half, we are able to execute on defense and execute on offense without making mental errors and hurting ourselves. I mean, that's just the, the biggest thing is we've got to be able to stay within a game plan, trust our kids as coaches, and execute at a high level. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. The Dallas Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence suffered a broken foot in yesterday's practice and that will force him to miss six to eight weeks for the Cowboys. Jacksonville Jaguars coach Urban Myers said there is no chance he'd leave the NFL for the USC job when asked about it. One game in college football tonight, Ohio Bobcats at Louisiana Raging Cajuns kick off at 7 o'clock. The Baylor soccer team will host Stephen F. Austin at 7 p.m. tonight at Betty Lou Mays Field. Astros beat the Rangers 7-2 last night. The final game of their series from Arlington tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward Wines and Aaron Sexton along with you. Tom Barfield will be back with us tomorrow. As it is time for the Ranger Roundup, you just heard the big voice say. And, well, Rangers lose to the Astros 7-2 to uh, last night. Not a, not a big offensive output for the Rangers. Uh, they continue to struggle at the plate. But there was a bright spot for the Rangers as Sweet Willie makes his way back to the lineup. Willie Calhoun back for the Rangers. That is good to see. 
you know, man, it's been a while. It's been a while since he's been in the lineup. He was activated earlier this week and made his way back to the lineup, and he had a double in the ninth inning for the Rangers. So uh, his time spent uh, is uh, kind of show if he's going to make this team. And, look, this is a, a, a time that, you know, Willie Calhoun probably needs to – he needs to shine a little bit if he's going to be any aspirations of making this roster coming up next season. Even absolutely, he he's got to he's he's got to make up for lost time, so to speak. I mean, he he's been out. They he was a part of their future plans, but mm-hmm. it's been so long that I don't think that he probably is now, unless, like you said, he really does something to close out the year. It, 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 he's he's one of those guys that are kind of on the bubble for the Rangers and, you know, not being able to be in the lineup hurts those type of guys because all these young guys are trying to get as many at-bats, try to eat up as many innings as they can if they're pitching uh, from even the starting position or out of the bullpen. You know, right now it, it's a job interview for all these guys. They're trying to figure out a way to make this team uh, going forward and the only way they're going to do it is by getting at bats or being able to have opportunities uh, in in a ball game, whether it come in a relief or whether you have a scheduled amount of pitches on a pitch count, uh, just because they're they're looking at everybody they can look at. They're dissecting this team. Wins and losses probably aren't what they're looking for right now. I don't even think they care about wins and losses in the front office as it, as they're evaluating these players right now. I know fans do, but I don't think they do. Well, and honestly, at this point, I think there's some fans that care more about whether they lose, you know, because they they want them to get another high draft pick. Well, that's a great point. I, you know, I didn't even think about that. But at 85 and 60 uh, for the Astros, who are just going to run away with this thing, uh, and the Rangers at 54 and 91 going at it again tonight, you know, the Rangers certainly are putting themselves in a position to have that opportunity and maybe bolster up. Uh, I felt like this year they got it right in the draft, mm-hmm. and it's been a while since the Rangers got it right in, in a draft, but they did this year. Can they do that again next year? And that's the way they're going to climb out of this. It, it's not, you know, that along with going out and getting, I still feel like you have to do it in free agency. Rangers haven't been able to do that ever in a while. Uh, at least with this new ownership, they haven't been able to do it at all um but i feel like they're gonna have to at some point yeah and you you make a great point about uh, i agree i think i think glider was a, a the pick and i think it was a great pick but they've missed on every first round pick the previous five years and that's why they're so terrible yeah. you, you can't you can't do that and be a good major league baseball team and they have and that's why they're <laughs> that's why they're gonna have it at minimum, a top five pick, and maybe up to the number three pick, I believe, is what I read uh, earlier today. Well, it, it, anywhere in the top five, it's a good place for them. Absolutely. I mean, it gives you an opportunity to go out and get, you know, one of the best prospects out there, and, and that's what they are. They're a prospect. There's your Ranger Roundup uh, here on this Thursday. Waco Beef and Pork Processors at 523 Precision Drive. And at HolySmokeSausage.com is family-owned and operated since 1955, serving communities throughout Central Texas with their Texas smoked meat, USDA prime beef, and grade-A pork. Best ingredients make the best cuts of meat. 
restaurant-quality steaks, award-winning beef briskets, mouth-watering pork, short ribs, and hard-to-find beef ribs as well. They also have Black Forest ham, spices and seasoning on hand for you if you like to do it yourself, and the makers of Holy Smoke Sausage, including Summer Sausage. Basically, anything you want to put on the grill, they have it for you. The best Texas barbecue serves the best Texas beef. From home dining to restaurants and commercial kitchens, tell Mike you heard about it right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Stay right there. We'll have a Big 12 look at the game at the Big 12 coming up this weekend. There's some good ones. That's next on ESPN Central Texas. The Mejia Coaches Show with Aaron Noel is brought to you by In Commons Bank. Coach, coming off a 63-21 to loss to Navasota last Friday night, and this is one that uh, a, a few mistakes in the second half of the game, and this one kind of got away from you. Uh, no doubt. Uh, you know, we go down 14 and a half. Uh, we're on defense, start the second half. We, we, you know, go three and out, give them to the punt, and, and we end up having a cost of mistake on the, on the punt there. Uh, they they retain the ball, go down, make it 21 nothing and or a 21 point difference and you know the ball kind of kept rolling from there um but you know we we got to flush it quick that's what uh we talked about after the game of hey you know one thing that's going to happen is we're going to go to salado next friday night and so you know this game only affects us if we allow it so flush it get rid of it and get start get ready to work on salado you mentioned Salado. Uh, man, you've got a, a really, really difficult non-district schedule. Talk a little bit about Salado um, and what they do, first of all, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, uh, Coach Harry does a really good job over there with that program. Um, they're wing tee on offense, and, you know, they're from the huddle until the line of scrimmage in a hurry. And, you know, they know what they want to do, and they want to come off the ball, hit you in the mouth, and, and – you know, you never know which one of the, who's got the ball or where the ball's going. So, you know, it's kind of option responsibility or, or responsible. You know, tackle your responsibility on, on defense. Um, you know, they'll give you a couple of different formations. You got to be able to to find and line up quick, and, and you know that's a challenge we, for us uh, starting this afternoon. What about defensively? Uh, defensively, you know. Uh, they're big, strong kids that they can run, and they get to the football in a hurry. Um, you know, they're they're very, very sound defensively. Um, you know, they they kind of just line up and, and do what they do, and you know, uh, they they don't really care if you're running it or throwing it. They're going to get eleven hats to the ball. ESPN Central Texas. Incommons Bank wishes all the area teams a successful 2021 football season. If you're in the market for a new home, let Incommons Bank help you finance your mortgage. Rates are low and houses are going fast. So stop by your local branch today and meet one of the friendly neighborhood bankers. With approvals in as little as 24 hours, Incommons will put you on the way to finding what you're looking for with terms you can afford. You can apply online at incommonsbank.com forward slash loans. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Clayton Waco 2 and Waco is seeking passionate, ambitious candidates to join their team. Clayton Waco 2 is now hiring for the day shift Monday through Friday. Starting wage is $17 an hour plus weekly bonuses. Benefits include medical, dental, vision, paid parental leave, accident, hospital, and critical illness insurance. 401k with bonus, paid vacations, and holidays with life insurance for the whole family. Log on to Facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2 to apply. That's Facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2. Clayton Holmes, opening doors to a better life. 
Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's Aaron Sexton along with you here on this Thursday. Tom Barfield will be back with us tomorrow. Uh, Big 12 football coming up this weekend. Uh, Aaron, biggest game that has your eye on Saturday? Um. I'm not going to say Baylor, Kansas. I mean, it is because I'm a Baylor fan. But as right. far as is interest, um, Oklahoma and Nebraska. You know, yeah. I mean, with Oklahoma struggling in their first game, uh, I want to see how they do against Nebraska. Not that Nebraska is a really good team, but they'll be their they'll be their biggest test so far, and we'll see how they handle them and how Spencer Rattler plays, how that defense plays, and uh, as you were talking. Uh, uh, with uh, uh, Ryan a- Ryan Abner, yeah, from the Oklahoma earlier about their run game. You know, he said, like he said, they only have two, which blew me away. They only have two scholarship running backs, so uh, that that's things to look for if you're uh, if you're a fan of another Big Twelve school that's going to be playing them upcoming. Yeah, it's a good schedule this weekend. Only one conference game: Baylor at Kansas, Virginia Tech's at West Virginia, Nebraska at Oklahoma, Nevada at Kansas State. Florida International at Texas Tech, oh boy. Rice at Texas, another oh boy game. Uh, Iowa State at UNLV, I don't know how competitive that will be, but the one that catches my eye, Oklahoma State at Boise State. couple of reasons. I think this is going to be a good football game. I think they're evenly matched. Uh, Oklahoma State, see if they can get that offense uh, on track. But this may be a, cr- a preclude to maybe another Big 12 team that's been talked about coming into this conference in Boise State. The only thing that's going to be hard for me, to watch it on that blue field yeah that's it's i'm the same way and i know tom is too it just it gives me a headache but it's worked for them it, it got them on the map you know yeah. and, and now they haven't it's not as big as byu but they have a national brand they absolutely do so there you go hey want to thank some folks in this one today thanks to byron anderson rj achoa mandy knight bryce cherry ryan aber for joining us here on game time we'll do it again tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas from 4 to 6 o'clock. For Aaron, I'm Ward Whites. Until next time, so long, everybody. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from David Lawrence, the longtime color analyst for the Kansas Sports Network, as the Jayhawks prepare to host Baylor in Lawrence this Saturday. That's straight ahead on today's special.